peace and blessings and welcome to another episode of Sickle Teller. I'm your host, King of Day, and <clears throat> it's always a long time. I know I say it all the time. Say so I'm gonna do better. I'm gonna take a week, a month, six months, however long, to release some content, drop an episode. Um but Respectful of everybody else's personal lives, you know, I kind of wanted to make sure that I was enjoying my own, giving you guys an opportunity to do so as well. Um, I think, you know, with the last episode being around the time of Chadwick Boseman's passing, it just gave so much perspective about how much we give to the world and how much we don't give to ourselves. You know, we give the world, and the world not meaning the physical world, but, you know, life, but um, a job, 40 hours a week. But we won't give ourselves 40 hours for health or for mental health or spiritual health. Um... You know, we we feel obligated to accomplish these tasks by a certain age, but never feel the need to reach a certain level of um, of anything if it's not from a societal uh, standpoint, because these things aren't seen to be important. And as now, like, we're seeing people that are young. Like, Chadwick was young, like we spoke on before. He was young, and we're just looking at all of the people, you know, now that are going through so many traumatic and tragic situations. Young people. And as a young man himself, I still feel I have so much more life to live. And there's no way that I want to sit here and assume that me going and doing what I'm doing for others is more beneficial to myself because I know it isn't. And we have to start to get a better understanding of what being selfish is. And I think that's a little bit of like just what I've been going through Uh, I won't say going through, but just experience an idea of understanding what it is to be selfish. And, you know, when you give so much, uh, when you are constantly in a place of sharing, you almost feel like you don't have anything that's private. Even with sickle cell, you know, I... Not to say that I wanted to keep it private because that's not the case at all. But like I've spoken, like I've spoken on and touched on in other episodes, there are times where it just, you know, I just don't feel like presenting an emotion that feels, uh, I'm not going to say weak because that's not what it is. And even that can obviously bring another conversation on the depiction of, emotions and masculine and feminine emotions because that's not it but i mean from the outside world 
to be seen as weak or in need of help or lacking because you're expressing an emotion like you're entitled to as a human being. Um, You start to feel conscious of it, very self-conscious of like, "Ah, I don't feel like talking about it today. I don't want to make it about me. I don't want to, you know, draw so much attention to my situation or what's going on in my life. But if you don't, then who will? You know, who will advocate for us better than us? Forgive me as I'm outside. Um, trying to understand how I can. Yeah, so. We have so many opportunities now, which we need to look at our surrounding, our surroundings and decide how exactly we are going to, how will I say, make the best overall decision for us. Because in order to make the best overall decision for us, we now have to be aware of everything that is going on and be aware that it's not going to affect us. Whether it's opinions, judgment, confusion, expectation, any of these things, again... There are emotions that will be had. There are emotions that people will put on you from them, from their point of view or perspective. But you have to now figure out what's more important. Satisfying the ideas that they've given of you or fulfilling what truly makes you you or makes you happy. And... That's a very challenging thing because the world will never allow you to just be yourself. That's never good enough. Um, So what does it mean to be selfish? I mean... It's not even to be selfish. I think more than it is to be self-aware of what you require and desire as a human being to be happy. And not just surface level happy, but like happy on the inside, deep down, giggling, happy. Because... You know, even for me, having sickle cell anemia, not being stressed, a.k.a. being happy, allows me to kind of avoid crisis as much as possible. Um, You know, and like this last couple of months have been super stressful. Like, you got to think about, depending on what your lifestyle is like, losing a job could have happened, losing your home 
losing family members, friends, loved ones. You know, like, there's so many things that are super stressful. And then there's the frequency of just having a crisis, being in a hospital during COVID with a crisis. You know, these are all very stressful things. And at no point would anybody who has sickle cell anemia want to put themselves in any added stressful situation. So I ultimately was just very reflective because I was very appreciative that I was still fortunate enough to have some sort of employment. My family was all still able to work, take care of themselves. Health-wise, everybody was good. It kind of allowed me to stop and really have time to look at myself and see what it is that I wanted to do and what it is that I need to be better and to just be happier and being a little bit more aware of my needs is important because then I can communicate those needs to others that's a big part of advocation what do you need so that you can tell somebody you can advocate for yourself people with sickle cell anemia are always either trying to advocate for themselves effectively or having somebody that understands advocate for them because there's just so many misinterpretations or just false narratives that have been described about individuals with sickle cell anemia or what sickle cell can do to one during a crisis or whatever the case is. There's just a lot of non-factual information and um, being able to advocate for yourself is just super important. So understanding why these little things are key to you as an individual has made my day-to-day purpose seem a lot clearer. Um, You know, I don't I don't want to just come here and just talk and waste time, mine or yours, as much as those that really do know me may say that I enjoy speaking. Yes, that is true. I do enjoy relaying information and I do enjoy a good conversation. But more so what I enjoy is being insightful, sharing my experiences, being able to inform you of some of the things that I've seen because... I myself know that there's no guarantee of tomorrow. And I'm not even just speaking about from the aspect of me having sickle cell anemia, because that's the most important. But now in 2020, just from the aspect of me being a young black man in America, it's no guarantee that I can leave my house and I can come back. You know, so sometimes it's like you, you know, you you have that and I've, I've almost started to understand that even sharing of information is partially egotistical. It's like you want people to know that you've come across information or that you've been um, able to acquire certain things and you want to share it. And when 
you start to realize as time passes that doing the work necessary to acquire the information that gives you the knowledge is way more important than trying in some, sometimes most situations, trying to teach or trying to relay because the time it takes to relay information to somebody who may not always be ready to re- to receive that information is it is dangerous depending on where you are in your life you know if you're at a certain age to where you have that luxury of time then by all means but you know even for myself uh I don't always feel like I have that luxury because as much as I have all of the time in the world, you know, and my life is what I make it, there's still a little bit of responsibility attached to that. You know, once I become a parent, my life changes, it alters. Like, it's not just about me. Just like I've recently gotten married and my life is not just about me anymore. It's about my wife and I. And these are things that I, you know, are, am truly, truly coming to grips with because it's not only in front of me, it's walking with me daily. So time has inspired a lot, you know, it has inspired a lot and I want everybody to just be mindful that your time is like essential to you and then your loved ones and then those that you can truly affect with change or through teaching um but you just have to understand that it is your time so it is up to you on how you use it and how you utilize it. Uh, Which is something I think we all need to be very, 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 very aware of, especially as we've seen months disappear and the world has aged almost in what we would say is decades. Some of the things we've seen happen in the last couple of months don't even feel like they happened months ago because it's so normalized and how quickly it's happened. The riots don't feel like they happened in late May, early June. It feels like it was last year as we're in October now. It just feels so long ago because so much has happened. It feels like so much has transpired. Um... And we need to really be aware of that, you know, how we grasp time, how we internalize time, how we utilize time. Because as much as we say time doesn't change, it does. And it only changes because of how you utilize it. So as I think about time... And I've been thinking about time. The hardest thing for me to use in my mind to understand time is the use of it and the utilization of it. 
because you can't be two places at once and you can't accomplish more than one thing at a time. So you have to make a decision and choose what's more important. And it always becomes a challenge because what's important to you may not be important to somebody else. And what's important to somebody else may not be important to you. And those are where the time issues always become an issue no pun intended but um that's where those you know problems lie because you're trying to allow yourself to be given time that you see to be important but somebody else is saying that your time is better suited doing excuse me something else because they see it to be more important in that regard and that's a a conversation that is everybody's to have. I just see it differently because I feel like my time, just like anybody who may have a chronic illness or in a different uh, position health-wise, just feels differently about. It's like maybe I don't want to go out and do this right now because I don't want to be around these people right now. And maybe I don't want to tell you that I don't want to do this right now because that's not how I choose to spend my time. But in doing that, sometimes you create a idea that your time is only important if you see it to be important. And, you know, as human beings, we have to understand the balance of give and take compromise and so on and so forth. But at what cost? And that's where I've been my entire life, trying to find how being a selfless person doesn't contribute to you being selfish in a way that benefits yourself. Because you're just giving, giving, giving to others and seldom are you taking, taking, taking for yourself. Um, so... As I've gotten older and in this pandemic, especially, I've just seen my time change a lot to myself and to others because the access of it has changed. And it brings you to a point of realization like, well, how do I want to spend the rest of my time on this earth? Do I want to spend it chasing the clock? Because I can't get back tomorrow, no matter how great of a day it was. No matter how terrible of a night it may have turned into, I can't get it back. There's nothing I can do to return. So what do I want to live with? Do I want to live with the memories I create? Do I want to deal with the anxiety trying to fulfill an ideal or a persona that just isn't legitimate? I don't think I really care to do that. I don't really think I want that for my family either. If I can have that be something that they're aware of or not. But at this present moment, I'm very aware that my time is a lot more valuable being spent keeping myself healthy, keeping myself happy, and keeping myself around the energy that keeps me closest to my purest self. And, you know, that journey sometimes makes me question 
where it will take me because you constantly grow your emotions grow and change and um I in no way am feeling like this is going to be something that changes when everything happens to open back up. So it it has exposed what I've always worried about, which was what will my time be like? And if this is what my time will be like, if I didn't have a quote-unquote, you know, traditional job that gave me the quote-unquote opportunity to do whatever was normal in, in certain situations. But I can spend time with my family. I can be present as much as possible, and I can do the things that, that are important and necessary to me as a human being. I don't feel like there's any other way to spend my time then. And the way I was spending my time before, I don't know if I can go back to it. I'm a hustler by nature. Like, I come from a Nigerian family. Both parents are Nigerian. And, you know, they work hard. I've seen hard work my entire life. It's nothing that I'm afraid of. I love to work, actually. Sitting home stagnant is not comfortable for me. But in the same regard, my father's always taught me to work smart, not hard. And that comes from a hardworking man because he understands the value of diversification in your energy. You can't expel all of your energy in one way and then turn around and expect to utilize it the same way, in the same magnitude, in another different form. It's not going to happen. You have to prepare. You have to plan to put yourself in a position to do so. That's being smart. And I think at this present moment, that is what I'm looking for, is to work smart, not hard. And sickle cells taught me that I'm always going to have to work. The question is, how hard do I want to have to work? So I have so many new things to discuss to bring up to bring up because of all of the things the pandemic has helped to expose for me um with my time and you know i i, I really want to confront my diet because that's been something i've been forced to look in and think about you know am i truly utilizing the best version of a dietary plan right now to be the best version of myself I think not. You know, I can definitely improve on that. Um, <clears throat> am I, you know, putting as much effort into sickle cell knowledge and awareness and advocacy as I could? Maybe not. You know, I mean, I, again, I don't want to talk about myself all the time. So that alone stops me from recording episodes if you disagree if you guys disagree please 
let me know that I am overthinking it. But I do at times think that just talking about my experiences with sickle cell is very, very narcissistic and it feels over. It's just it just doesn't feel like I'm being helpful to anybody saying I all the time and all the stories and all the presentation of these things that I've that have been experienced just makes it uncomfortable for me. So that's why trying to come up with an episode is challenging sometimes because if I'm not drawing it from a personal experience, you know, um, is it still sickle cell related? You know, but there's so many people with sickle cell and there's still a lot of people that I have yet to interview and, and sit down and talk to. So, you know, I still have work in that regards, but there's still a lot that needs to be done and changed and modified. And I am just taking it all in because time has always been the one thing that has allowed me to either feel insufficient with what I could accomplish, feel uncertain about if I could accomplish things, feel fearful about what the future holds. But for the first time in a long time, I feel that time has brought me peace. And I want to use this peace to internally make myself better, more peaceful, much more peaceful, and uh, just moving at a clearer space, mentally, spiritually, and emotionally, because The more I think about what the world is going through and what I've experienced in my own personal life and then looking at everybody else's experiences, those that have come on the show, um, those that have, you know, passed, you know, I've, I've lost a few people in the last year from health complications or, or, you know, pre-existing conditions, health conditions. And it scares the shit out of me sometimes because it's like, these are great men, great people, you know, um, rest in peace to Mike, rest in peace to Kev, um, great people. Doesn't mean it wasn't their time to go. They had things they wanted to accomplish. Doesn't mean it wasn't their time to go. So there's a lot of things that sit on my mind at times. Um, and I try not to get too deep rooted in those thoughts because you can't produce if you're thinking about or you're lost in the fear of not being able to. But it's a reality. And I've I've started to address that reality. I think I've made better peace with it, especially now in the pandemic. Um, but, you know, as I've gone off on a tangent, I do want to thank you guys for taking the time to tune in to the latest episode of Sickle Teller. Um, please, if you do have any sort of thoughts, concerns, comments, rate and subscribe, 
Apple Podcasts, Spotify, I, wherever, wherever, you know, I use Anchor FM because this is something that I wanted to make sure I kept as grassroots, but organic to my situation and what I wanted to accomplish as possible. And Anchor allowed me to do that. Um, And plus, I get to record on the road, if you guys can't tell. This entire episode has been on the road. So just know that I'm doing my best to give you content, create content, even if it means I have to do so on the road. But follow me on Twitter. Well, I'm not on Twitter. Maybe I should make a Twitter account. Maybe not. I don't think there's a need for a Sickle Teller Twitter account. Uh, Sickle Teller on Instagram at Sickle Teller. You can email at sickleteller at gmail.com. If you have any questions, concerns, um, please rate, subscribe. You know, I've gotten a few people that have reached out and said they listened to some episodes and it's been helpful. Please don't stop reaching out. Um, my personal Instagram is at king underscore day underscore. Um, and, you know, please, if you have any suggestions, if you want to tell me I do talk too much about myself, please. God gave us two ears. So I'm trying to listen. Um, and I want your opinions and feedback. So please, guys, uh, take the time. Tell me about whatever it is that you've heard. If you got some insight out of it, share it. Um, share the podcast to anybody you feel this could be helpful to. And thank you guys so much for tuning in to Sickle Teller. You have a good one. Stay safe. Uh, wash your hands. Wear your masks. Um, social distance. And stay cool. Peace.